If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's essentially the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need on one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your pod right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your pod on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Melinda Hill, and you're listening to Lit with Melinda Hill, a podcast about all things that light me up. Well, it sounds like you're busy. I'd like to see people being congratulated on social media for not marrying the wrong person. I hope that ends up working out for you. heard about anchor by spotify it's essentially the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need on one place let me explain anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your pod right from your phone or your computer when hosting on anchor you can distribute your pod on listening platforms like spotify apple and more it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place and best of all anchor is totally free Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm so happy you're here. This is a very special episode. It is near and dear to my heart. Have you ever wanted to have one last chance to say unsaid things to a deceased loved one? What would you say if you had that chance? If you could get all your unanswered questions answered, What would it look and feel like to have closure, forgiveness, and peace with someone you loved, but it ended weirdly or badly or abruptly or in some other way you didn't like? How would those feelings show up other places in your life for you? How would you show up differently in your life if you had that closure, that peace, if the unsaid things were said? This episode is about what happened when I had the opportunity to get closure and peace. On Halloween 2021, the LA Times published my story titled, I Went on a Date with My Dead Ex-Boyfriend. This podcast episode today is very special to me because it's the actual session with a psychic medium that I had, which inspired my true story published in the LA Times the behind the scenes of me reconnecting with my deceased ex. It started first with me finding his songs on the internet, songs that made me cry, songs that cracked open my heart, songs that offer me the gift of grief. Go read the full story in the LA Times. When I found his songs, I became obsessed and my friend suggested connecting through a psychic medium to his spirit. I had no idea what to expect. As was recommended, I set the scene with candles, incense, I opened the windows, a crystal lamp, fruit and fresh flowers, and I meditated. Here is that conversation with the psychic medium. (laughs) 
you know, I never want people to feel scared getting a reading. You know, I, I really, I just want to talk about the mechanics of mediumship, that it is just a change in frequency. It's nothing spooky. It's nothing scary. You're not going to get bad news. It can be a beautiful, wonderful thing. You just have to make sure your energy is open to it. Because if we come in with a whole bunch of fear and so much skepticism, and I believe in healthy skepticism, I really do. But if we come in with all of that negative stuff, then we build this wall up and we don't even realize we're doing it. I want to channel your energy in a good way so that you can enhance the reading as well. Mediumship is three-way communication. It's you, Melinda, it's me, and it's the spirit world today. Mediumship is voluntary. I'm not evangelical in any way. I'm not here to change anyone's beliefs about it. If you don't believe in mediumship, that's fine. It doesn't, I'm not here to make anyone a believer. So what I say is the people who are open to this, wonderful. Get your readings and, you know, learn more about what you can do to make your reading even better because that just puts you in a more empowered position, right? Never talk someone into getting a reading. Even if like you have a fabulous reading and it's so great and it's so amazing and you tell all your friends, which you will, right? When those kind of things happen, if someone is on the fence, if someone is so skeptical or so scared, don't push them into a reading. And I don't mean, I'm not talking to, you know, just to you, I'm talking to everyone. Yeah. It's like, we can't want it more than our friend or our family member does. Again, energetic walls. Just let people come to mediumship or come for a reading when they are ready. Never pressure somebody into it. I want to prep you a little bit for the actual reading, okay? Thank you. So as we talked before, I cannot control, no medium can control who comes through from the spirit world. We just can't. Even if you specifically want a certain person, it's not up to me. It's up to the spirit world on who comes through. And it's up to them what they say. So I just say, please be open to everyone. No one scary is going to come through. No demons going to come through. Nothing negative is going to happen. Okay. Nothing negative. What I do is I do mental mediumship, which is mind to mind communication. It basically means that we do this with our energy in the spirit world. We come up, they come down and they kind of blend with my energy field. And then I'm able to perceive them. Okay. That's how it works in my mind. I'm able to perceive them and they kind of download um, information, who they were, what type of, you know, what they looked like, you know, information about them and messages that they have for you. Now on your end as a client, and this goes for everyone too, when I give you the information, just answer me with yes, no, I don't know. Okay. okay? I don't want to be talking to you about somebody in the spirit world for 10 minutes and you're like, I have no clue who she is. <laughs> no, then we just wasted 10 minutes, right? Right. So yes, no, I don't know. Okay. But yes, um, no, towards okay. the end, if you want to, if you feel you want to say something. Okay. So um, yes, no, I don't know, but I might be jotting notes for myself. That's fine. Please take notes. Please take notes. Yes, no, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And another thing too, it, about mediumship, it's all about communication. It's a communication across another dimension. And it comes through in feelings, like I will feel something from your loved one. I will sometimes see it, like in a movie, it's like a picture frame, like just a, a reel. Sometimes it's a whole reel. Sometimes it's just one frame. Okay. Okay. So just know that the information comes through that way. I also tell people in the spirit world, so please tell me things literally because I'm a very literal thinker myself. And I know you are too. That's how we function in this world. We want to hear things literally. Sometimes if for whatever reason, they can't download that to me literally, it'll come through symbolically. Mm. So, so how are you feeling? Are you excited? I'm so excited. I was a little nervous, but now I'm just mainly excited. Okay, good, good. See that energy shift? Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. 
So I've already prepared a little bit before I even sat down with you, which I do this with every reading. I go ahead and I um, sit in meditation for a while okay. to open myself up and prepare myself for every session. Okay. All right. Typically when I do that, people in the spirit world start coming through at that point in time. And I already have two people here. So when I have two people that come forward at the same time, I do ask that one step forward and the other one just wait because it can get a little confusing. And in this situation, I have two men who are coming forward. So I've asked the first one who really wanted to come forward. He is, has, and let me explain him to you. So the vibe that I get from him and how I see him, he's on the thin side. He's like a thinner guy. And I see that he has darker hair and he has kind of like a swag, the way that he moves. He's got kind of like just the way that he walks. He owns his own space. I want to say that is like confidence. He kind of owns his own space. He tells me that he passed in the middle of his life. So I feel that he would have passed either in his 30s or his 40s. He looks like he's somewhere in there. And he tells me that he would have been connected to you romantically. So he would have had romantic feelings towards you. So did you lose a partner, a boyfriend, who would have fit this description of the dark hair on the thinner side midlife? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to keep going with him as well. Um, he also tells me that... He tells me that he loved you, loved you, loved you very much so. But I know that there would have been some conflict in this relationship because he makes me feel that there was like breakup and together and breakup together. Like there was sort of this back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And he tells me, um, I, I feel like you guys knew when you guys had that first conversation, he makes me feel like we knew, we just knew right away. Do you understand this? That first conversation, it was like a knowing of, hey, who are you? Do you understand this? Yes. Okay. And would you understand music as being important to him as well? Yes. Okay. And I feel that he shows me, so I don't know if this is symbolic or literal here, but he shows me him sitting at like what would be like a producer's table. So I don't know if that's symbolic that he made music or wanted to make music, but I feel like there's that connection there. Like he knows a lot about this. Do you understand that? Yes. And he tells me that he wrote you a song or a poem. Yes. Do you understand this? And it's on like loose leaf paper. Yes. You have this. Um, like, yes, I think so. I, do. I think do. so. I don't have the paper, but I think there is a song. He wrote you a song and it's like a poem, like song. And it's written down in his handwriting on like loose leaf paper. That's what he said. Yes. It's almost like, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all when I say this, but it's almost like a bit of an obsession with you. Like his love for you was so like, I'm sort of obsessed with her. Right. And he said to me too, she was out of, I always felt that she was a bit out of my league. I always felt that she was a bit out of my league. So I don't know if he had ever disclosed that to you. No. This is a man that has confidence, he tells me. I know that he has a lot of confidence, but there's also some insecurity underneath, some insecurity underneath. And you would understand this because he's telling me that he's shared his secrets with you, like deep connection and his insecurities with you as well. And he said she always kept them safe. She inspired me to heal and get healthy. So do you understand this? He's like, she got healthy before I did. She got healthy before I did. And she was my inspiration. He says, I thank you for that. He's also talking about, I feel that as an adult, a young adult for him, that he floundered a bit. Do you understand this? So it's yes. like, kind of, yes. Okay, I think I lost sound on you. Um, yes. Okay. 
I feel like he either couch surfed in his twenties or just didn't really have like roots. You know, he didn't like root down. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like I'm sort yes. of floundering a bit. Yes. And he tells me that he said, I abused my body. I abused my body. So there would be substance abuse. There could be drugs, but I feel like he really did not take care of his body. So you understand this as well. Yes. He was surrounded by a lot of people, but I feel like there was a loneliness about him as well on the inside. Do you understand that? Yes. Like he felt kind of lonely on the inside and sort of to himself a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did he have a guitar that he used to like strum around? Yes. Yes. Because I see he shows me him like sitting. It looks like on like the living room floor, just kind of sitting there, just like strumming a guitar. Um, and just, you know, kind of mindlessly doing that. That's like one of his memories, he says. And now did the two of you live together? Yes. Okay. Because I feel like there would have been a hallway with the bedroom in the back. And that's like, you know, where you guys shared that bedroom. He says to me that he says, I still crawl into bed with her. I still now even crawl into bed with her. And he shows me too, that he kind of, when he laid down with you, that I see him sort of like laying over you, like on top of you a little bit and sleeping that way. Like he's got his arm around you, like securely around you. You understand this? This was like very comforting to him that you were in his arms. He says he still does this with you. He still does this with you. And now did you bring him roses or did he bring you roses? How are the roses significant to him? Well, yesterday I went to buy flowers and I wanted the roses, but I, I picked these because I thought they were more for him. But okay. I, I really wanted the roses. Okay, then that must be why he's bringing them because he's talking about the roses, the roses. Uh-huh. He tells me that you were his anchor point. He says, she really anchored me down. She really anchored me down. I love her so much. Now, do you still know his mother? No. Let me see what he means by that. So has his mother passed? I don't know. Okay. He makes me feel that he would have come from far away as well. So he would have moved to the location with you, but his roots were far away. Do you understand that? Did he grow up in a different state? No. Okay, now let's move to this other guy because it could be this other gentleman coming through. So let me explain this other gentleman. Sometimes when two men come through or two women come through, their energy blends a little bit. I have another gentleman here who has lighter hair, lighter color hair. It's almost like mine, my shade. So it's like Sandy Brown. That's how it looks to me. And it looks like he's got a mustache or he's showing me a mustache that would have had like kind of like a curl on the side. Who is this? And would you understand the mustache with the curl? And I know his hair, the style, I know we change hair all the time, but it looks very short over here and kind of combs over. No. He tells me he had a big crush on you as well. So I don't believe that you, I would know that you would have known him as a friend, Mm. but not as a romantic partner. Mm. And he was the one who was competing with your boyfriend here. Oh. First. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel that you would have known him through work. And he's kind of on the quieter side. But if you can't place him, I'm just going to ask him to step aside. And you can think about that later. And you can always text me. Okay. Because the only thing I can think of is two different guys. One, I don't know if he's still alive. And the other one did pass a long time ago. But we were very good friends. 
Okay. Okay. And did you knew a lot of the same friends as well? Yeah. And did you have similar work that you did? Because I feel like there's a connection with work. No. I mean, we worked in the same industry, but totally That's different. what I mean. Okay. But he wasn't skinny. He was like a big dude. Okay. Yeah. So skinny is your boyfriend. Yeah. Now we have a new gentleman that's coming through. Yes. I don't know and, who that is. Okay. Let's just sit with that one because okay. if you can't fully place him. Your boyfriend is coming back. He still claims you as his. This is an, another interesting thing about people in the spirit world. Even if we get divorced or we break up, things like that, they still, our soul contract is to be together. And he's like, my love, my love, my love. He says, we will be together again. He's apologizing for his passing as well. And I know there's a period of time of seven. So would you understand, was it like seven months ago around that he passed? Was it, what is with the seven um, there was seven years that I did something. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about then? You know what he's referring to? Yes. Okay. He tells me to tell you how incredibly proud he is of you and all that you're doing. He, he just said she's bloomed. She continues to bloom. She's always bloomed, but she's continuing to bloom. And he tells me that you have new exciting projects in the works as well. Things that you're nervous about, excited about. And I almost feel like you like have to audition for this. Would you understand this? Like, it's like sort of like you have to send your information and video or do some type of audition. And he's like, she's so good. She's so good. And she has doubt but she's so good. She's so good. And he's incredibly proud of you. Um, and he tells me she's made her path. She's done this for herself. She has worked her ass off to make it. That's how he makes me feel. So you're like a woman who nothing's been given to you. You've worked hard for everything that you got and you own it and you should. He says, she's incredibly inspiring. She still inspires me. She still inspires me as well. And do you have like a cat? Yeah. You have, okay. Because he's talking about the cat and how like good you are to the cat. Like this is your baby. Do you treat it like it's your baby? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, like he's almost laughing about it. Like you serve it food on a, like a real plate or something, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> do you currently live alone? Yes. Okay. Okay, and did you just get new pillows, like some throw pillows or something new? Uh, like, yes. yes. Okay, so this is just more evidence of him saying, I'm still in your life and I still know what's going on. I still know what's going on with you. He says, I always told her how I felt, but I wish I would have been even more open with her. I wish I would have been even more open with her. So I feel like he's a man of like, his heart is so big for you. He just said jealousy to me too. Jealousy. I don't know what he means exactly by that. I feel like it almost feels like a little bit of insecurity with you around other men, you know, like a little bit of jealousy there, even though you're his, there's just that he, he just said, she's got quite a following. That's what he just said about men. <laughs> so that's, you know, obviously from his perspective here. And how would you understand the fall as being significant? It looks like September, October to me, maybe beginning of November. Yes. You understand yes. that? Yes. Okay. Do you have his remains? 
do you know you don't have no. his ashes no. no he's saying she has something of mine he she has something significant of mine let me see what that is i feel like you also would have like a jacket of his like what he would wear as well some clothing and i know that you have the pictures in the frames too you have the pictures of him and you in the frames he says and would you have just been looking at pictures of him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he says, I was with you when you were looking at the pictures. I was with you. He says, I want you to know I'm still with you all the time. And I can still hear you when you talk to me. And he says, and I communicate back to you when you sleep. That's when you hear me is when you sleep. Because you doubt it. You doubt it when you're awake. He says, I don't want you to doubt it anymore. And you also feel his presence in your space at home, he says to me. Yes, you do. And do you smell him sometimes? Do you smell him? Like, are you ever just walking and you just kind of, because he says she can smell me. There's a smell that reminds her of me. I, I feel that would have happened in your house. I don't, I feel that I don't know. In your house. I don't know about that, but okay. I, do, I do feel a sense. And uh, I think I don't have ashes, but I do have some material okay and it's in your house correct kind of I said to him I said what else would you like to say to her and he said I want her to keep going I want her to know how much I love her and I want her to know that we will have this dance again so that to me is a you will reincarnate with him again he says, I thank you for everything you did for me. He's like, she took good care of me. She took good care of me. Do you understand that? Yes. He just says, I will see you again. I will speak with you again. I'm always with you. I'm always with you. I love you so much. And I will leave that with you. How are you feeling? I feel... I'm like really blown away. I, I feel like really grateful for these messages. I have a few more questions for him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. How, how do I, how do I get more information or, or direction from him? This is what I always tell people in this, in, in this world. It's our intuition. It comes through our intuition. It's not like you're going to hear a booming voice in your living room giving you a directive. That's not how it works. So it will come through a feeling that you'll have, oh, I need to go in this direction or, oh, I, I need to go over here. It's through your own intuition. And what do we do as human beings? We dismiss our intuition, but that's how they can influence us. Now, he has no control over your life. He could influence you and say, well, I think this might be best for you, but this is your journey to be on. This is your journey to be on. And your, he just said, your mistakes to make, your um, wins to get. It's up to you. But if you really quiet down and listen to your intuition, which is in the seat of your, right above your belly button, it's a feeling. I feel like I need to go over here. That's a way that they can influence us and give us information. Okay. The, the thing about the smell is interesting because I don't really have a sense of smell. Okay. But I sense people in other ways. Okay. He made it sound like it felt like you could smell him. Like just, I saw you walking down the hall and it was like, 
oh, is that him? So did you have an experience of a feeling of like him being with you when you walked out a hall? Um, well, this whole week I've felt like he's around. So you felt him. Did it kind of like kind of go through you? Like sort of like a, ooh, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it, it wasn't, it wasn't a smell so much as like a strong sense and like, just memories downloading and information okay. and, and seeing a bigger like, picture. Yeah. It's like the whoosh. It's like a whoosh. The way that I understand how it got communicated to me was through smell. But if that's not the exact literal thing, you understand what I'm talking about. Right. That's the symbolic. So that could have just been symbolic information that he gave me. Maybe that's pheromones. Okay. Being be. reactivated. But there was this um, thing about ashes. That was interesting because I wouldn't have his ashes. Did you want them? No. (laughs) Okay. 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 You had a part of him after he passed in your home. That's how it came through to me. Now he was cremated. Are you telling me he was cremated? I actually do not know. Okay. Because it felt like ashes to me. What I did find was... Uh, intellectual property, some words, some lyrics. The song that he was talking about. Okay. So at the what, beginning. Yes. So what, but that's not mine. It's not in my home, but I found it. Found and it. I felt that I wondered if there were messages in it. So how I understood that information was that was for you. It was, it was a song about you. Yes. So yes, of course, if it's about you and his feelings about you and you were the muse, then yes, that's information for you. Is it not? I think so. But you don't, you, you, you can't ask, you can't confirm like, was that about me? Is this, he he told me in the beginning of your reading that he wrote on loose leaf paper, a song, a poem about you. So yeah, there's your confirmation. (laughs) That's what he said in the beginning of the reading. Okay, good. Because I really thought that was such a beautiful song. And I found another one that I thought was really, really beautiful as well. So I wondered if he had, but I'm finding them so long later that I'm wishing, I'm wondering if he has more messages, but in a, in a sense, those are kind of ashes. Yeah. Aren't they symbolic ashes, huh? Yeah. And I wish that he would have told me those feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's sooner. what he was talking about then when he said, I, I told you, I loved you, but I wish I would have said more. I wish I would have said more. So then that's what he was referring to as well. Wow. So what am I supposed to do with this information? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? What you do is you process it, right? You process it. And it takes days and weeks and hours, you know, to like, just even now, you and I having this short little exchange here at the end, I'm like, well, that's what he's talking about with the song. People in the spirit world come through so much quicker than our ability to process the information. So there's yeses, nos, and I don't knows in every reading because it's information coming through another dimension. But sometimes those nos and I don't knows turn into yeses later when we've had a chance to process it. You know, we don't always recall everything in that moment. We just don't. Sometimes a no is a no, but sometimes they can turn into a yes when you understand it and you process it a little bit longer. Okay, because I was also wondering, why is this person 
bringing me these messages now because they passed away quite a quite a while ago and we went out so long ago it wasn't like a recent thing so why now why not you've never sat with the medium before he's been waiting i'm so surprised because our lives just went in such different directions and he, um, you know, got married with a, a wonderful family who he loves. And I, I guess I'm just surprised that he's showing up with these messages now. Cause I'm like, what? That was like so long ago, even that was a very profound, rich, you know, relationship. And I loved hearing that there's all this healing that he experienced because of me. That was really moving for me. Um, yeah. And I was really happy to hear that. But so maybe that's why we came together was for this healing, even though, you know, we weren't supposed to like get married or anything, but like we had this healing to do. And so I guess I'm surprised that it it affected him that much because I had no idea that he was affected. I think that goes to show you this. This applies to all of us. Sometimes we are someone in our friend or our partner's life who we don't realize the impact of that we have on them. And even if you were dating him a long time ago and he moved on and married someone else, that doesn't mean that your relationship with him is any less significant just because it was a long time ago. We have karmic relationships with people. We have contracts that we make with people. um, And you had one with him when you incarnated into this life. Okay. Wow. So what is the, what is the contract? (laughs) So the, I mean, you, that's for you to answer, right? The contract is what lessons did you learn from him? How did that relationship make your soul grow? Many times we grow through pain. So you look at relationships, the people who are significant in our lives, how have they affected us? How have they made us grow? That's what our soul maybe needed, not what we wanted, right? But maybe that's what we needed for that expansion of our soul. Okay, because it's so because I've been writing something about him now. Okay. So, so you've been writing something about him recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're surprised he came through? I mean, you've been like, you're writing something about him. You have his songs about you. You were looking at pictures of him recently. <laughs> So yes, he's here. Well, no, I it, it kind of happened in a way that I found the songs. They cr- kind of cracked my heart open and yes. re- reminded me of a lot of things that I'd completely forgotten. I haven't even thought about this or in yeah. years. I was really moved by the lyrics. And then I started to journal about it. And then I started to write a story about it. And I was like looking through photos for information and trying to find more information in other song lyrics but I can't locate them at this time and then Julie suggested reaching out to you so he's the person who came through maybe he's not the person you were expecting to hear from today but he's the person who came through and look at what you've been doing recently you've been reading his songs you've been writing about him he's been in your field and in your consciousness lately right you've been processing him even before the reading and then he's the one who ends up showing up Isn't that amazing? So yes, as for Julie, just last week, Julie just texted me out of the blue. You know, I love her to pieces, but we don't talk every day. We don't even talk every week. She texts me out of the blue. She's like, hey, you know, I think I need to hook you up with my friend Melinda. 
And I'm like, what? She's like, I think you guys need to do an IG live. I'm like, what is she talking about? And so then I just figured, well, someone must be inspiring Julie. Someone from the other side must be inspiring Julie to get you and me connected because I don't know you. Julie, Isn't that crazy? Yes, it's totally crazy. Julie said to me that she didn't even arrange it. She said she felt that he was arranging the meeting. Telling okay, her. see that's new information to me. But as a media, that's why that I didn't want to give sense. I didn't want to give you any information. But I'm, I'm glad you didn't. She yeah. was saying, I think that he has more messages for you. Okay, so this is a great example of how the spirit world can influence us. They can't control us, so I don't want anyone to get scared. They cannot control us, but for whatever reason, Julie was picking up that you and I needed to talk to each other and do a mediumship session together. And it was probably him who made it happen. He's probably the one who inspired her to do it. Yeah. And I feel like the ashes is the song lyrics. And I feel like he's, he's saying you have something of mine and that's the songs. And he, you know, and then I started writing this story and I feel like the stuff he was saying was kind of, that you were saying it was around an audition or something. He was saying, keep going with it, meaning the story, because oh, it's yeah. a beautiful story mm-hmm. about a relationship that was healing. Yes. <laughs> we still need to make amends to the people in our lives, you know, and mediumship is one way for that to happen. People in the spirit world use mediumship for those things as well. Us resolving some stuff helps their soul to grow. And so with your boyfriend, just today, the connection and, you know, him saying what he needed to say, proving to you that he is in your life, that he is inspiring you, he knows what's going on in your life, only helps to heal him and helps to heal your heart. Yeah, it's been very healing for me. Um, He never made an amends to me. And that's something that had, I kind of was like, how is he not... (laughs) Cause I've made one to him, you know? So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I was like, is that ever going to happen? Yeah. And I think that, you know, I can't predict what he's ever, anyone's going to say, but I will say this. Um, sometimes other things come out in a private reading versus where there's an audience. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes that does happen. So, and again, that's up to the spirit world. I've had some people in the spirit world say some pretty personal things in a group reading. Um, and I've had others who really, when it's just that one-on-one stuff really opens up. So again, it was it's probably his personality to not really say that in front of an audience of Instagram, (laughs) right? So that's the only thing that I can think of at this point because he said what he needed to say. Yeah. And there was a lot that he really said that was very um, kind and very beautiful that I can go, oh, that's, it, it, it really is very soothing. It's a lot to process. Yes. It's like, why, why now? It's also surprising because you think that you don't mean that much to someone and then you hear all this stuff and it's like, well, why didn't you tell me when you were alive? This is, this sucks. Well, because we're human, right? And he's got his own stuff. And so, like I said, in I feel like he kept things to himself. He kind of kept things to himself. That's just who he was and is still. You know, and I know he said this, I regret not telling you more. I regret not telling you more. 
So that shows you some of his growth, right? You know, we just do our best with what we've got based on our maturity level. He's not in his 30s, though. He was like in his 50s. But I still considered that midlife. And, Midlife, yeah. and the time Did he looked younger, though, at the time that I knew him, he was in his 30s. Okay. And he okay. was like, very thin. Yes. yes. So that's how you would recognize him, how I described him to you. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I always tell people in the spirit world, show me what you look like that my client will recognize you. Wow. Yes. That's absolutely. so cool. Yeah. So what what do you conclude? What's the conclusion of all of this? What's the big takeaway? The takeaway is that relationships are eternal and they continue on even after we're out of the body. Sometimes we are able to say things when we've had consultation with our guides and our angels, right? And we've had some more soul growth over in heaven. Sometimes that's when we can really show up in life. Maybe we couldn't do it here because of our own limitations, our own vices. So I would say that healing is always possible. Even if someone passes away, that may not necessarily be your last conversation with them. It may not be your last connection with them, right? So relationships are eternal. That is the takeaway. That's a beautiful takeaway. So he seemed to say that we were going to meet again somewhere. Well, you'll reincarnate with him again. Perhaps that's creatively in my story, or would it be more literally? Well, I think it can be both. The information that I got was that you guys will reincarnate together again. That's how it felt to me, that this is not over and we're going to have another round. That's what it sounded like. We're going to have another go around. So that means Um, we could be like brothers and sisters in the next life, or we could be like friends. Whatever the two of your souls decide. Wow. Okay, well, I mean, I also kind of wondered if he cheated on me, but he never disclosed that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, thank you so much for letting me read for you. It was a pleasure to meet you you and to meet your your boyfriend, your ex. (laughs) Um, And I'm glad that he's still in your life. And I'm glad this all makes sense to you. Thank you so much, Lisa. So can I just like talk to him freely now? And he'll hear me? Absolutely. Always. Even before a reading. And this is true for everybody. People in the spirit world can hear your thoughts when you're talking to them in your head. Or they hear you when you talk out loud. They do. They can hear you. Mediumship allows us to hear them. Make sense? Yeah. This was so awesome. Thank you so much. I'm Um, so happy. I'm so happy. Well, that was quite a conversation. This experience gave me closure and peace with this relationship. I had always wondered why my ex never made an amends to me. It troubled me. It puzzled me. My friend pointed out that these songs that I found after his death were his amends to me. This experience and this story that he gave me were his amends to me. And I feel grateful because his amends is so much more creative than a basic I'm sorry. (laughs) And, you know, for me, how this, this experience changed me is it's no accident that this story was published on Halloween weekend of 2021 
and I met my current love, now my fiance, in the same month. For me, I believe the closure, the forgiveness, the releasing of old energies, toxic energies, and alchemizing all of it into art. I was his muse for his songs. He became my muse for my story. That created the space for real love to come in. It was one of the most beautiful and profound experiences of my life. So if you are looking for, if you are seeking this kind of experience, closure, peace, forgiveness, I highly recommend going to a psychic medium. Medium Lisa was great because she's both a psychic and a trained, licensed therapist. She can handle grief. She can handle whatever comes up. Many people have DM'd me since my article came out and asked how they could find her. She is on Instagram at medium underscore Lisa. Do you have an experience like this? Please DM me your experience with the spirit realm, with connecting through a psychic medium, with finding your loved one with finding closure, peace, or any iteration thereof. I would love to know your experience and your story. Do you want to become a collaborator on my project about this that already has some very juicy stars attached? DM me if you're a producer or investor who wants to make this project come to fruition and help a lot of people find their own closure in the way that I just did. Again, this was a very heavy episode for me to make. I hope you've enjoyed it. I wasn't able to even listen to my podcast I did with Lisa until two years later. That's how intense it was for me. I needed time to process it. So that's why this episode is coming out now. I think it's perfect timing. It's Valentine's month, the month that I am delving into love-related topics, love and self-love related topics. Thank you so much for listening, for coming back every week. It means so much to me. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing my podcast. It helps others know what they can come to expect in listening. Thank you for joining our Patreon. We are fully listener-supported. And I'll see you next time. Until then, I love you. Keep going. You're doing great. Lit with Melinda Hill. Hosted by Melinda Hill. Produced and edited by me, Todd Donald. Executive produced by Melinda Hill. And music by The Polarity and Skip Whitman. Thank you for listening.